This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. And welcome back to Off the Break Podcast. I know you enjoyed that short little interlude. Before, for our first morning podcast. Yeah, it was like podcast. 31 minutes. It's like the shortest oh, one ever for I was three worried. of us being together. Yeah. I was worried where you were talking about. I was like, we have an interlude? <laughs> yeah, what did, did that happen? Today we did. <laughs> Today, okay. For that last one. like so long ago right. already. I went, I went and got lunch. <laughs> and now we're back. Yep. And a haircut too. It looks nice, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Does. I really struggled with my hair. And Tell I'm just going to give it up. I'm just <laughs> letting my notions of like hair from my 20s die away. <laughs> No. <laughs> just i'm taking on mom hair now right <laughs> just what happens it, it's life it i is. understand you haven't made it to the can i speak to the manager stage yet though <laughs> when i was pregnant oh no with one of my babies <laughs> i went to go get just like some layers of my hair and she gave me one of those like <laughs> goslin like speak to the oh, manager a-line yeah, yeah, cuts yeah. where it was like really short and like <laughs> oh my gosh Done. i was like oh no I was so upset, but I was so pregnant. I was like, I can't do anything about it. At least I'll just, I'll just ride it out. It's easy to care for now. Yeah. I was so pregnant. <laughs> I was. It was huge. And then I cried. It was the worst haircut I've ever had. And then you Jeez. have to speak to the manager and then I, it really worked. Yeah. And then it was like, oh no, it's coming to fruition. Yeah. You don't even have to say anything. They can just sense it. They're like, we know we'll bring them in. Yeah. So Aww. this one's not too bad. Good. Good. Just in time for CinemaCon. Yeah. Yeah, you're like about a, to head over. Yeah. yeah. It's like, a, what, a couple weeks? Um, Yeah, not next week. A week from Monday, I should say. A week after next. Mm -hmm. Hopefully it won't be uh, too weird with that whole Disney-Fox merger thing. Oh, that's it's going to be happened. super awkward. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's our first big uh, news story of the day. Yep. It first, happened. First news story <laughs> of the day. Finally. Um, the Fox-Disney merger has finally come to fruition. It is done and closed, and Disney now owns all of Fox's assets, <laughs> except for Fox News and Sports and some TV broadcasting. I think they don't own FX, right? They, they do. Or they do? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much all of it. Yeah, I'm seeing little things trickle out here and there, like they shut down the Fox 2000 label. Label. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a bit surprising. It's a little surprising. I, I was always kind of confused by the Fox 2000 label because it didn't have a clear directive, but it came out some really good films like Fault in Our Stars came out of that. Love, Simon. They did a lot yeah, of- the, Life well, of Pi. They did a lot of the more mid-budget, mm -hmm. mid, mid-high budget movies. Yeah. Right. Not quite and the tent poles, but- There's already been uh, Fox employees coming out and talking about how it's terrible the way the layoffs are happening <laughs> and that- you know, it's happening like immediately without really any. It's like well, okay, paperwork's finalized. Yeah, pack yeah your things it, and, and that's and you know it's all a business and that's the way things work. But it's also sad because there was good right. people working at Fox too. We hope that they can land on their feet. Yep, um, I know some high level executives have been let go, but you know that like they knew ahead of time. This isn't just like yeah. oh day one, bam, you're gone. Like they had yeah. to have known, and there was the probably a plan. Yeah. I think the higher ups knew it's it's whether. Um, the people below them knew exactly right. who was going to be let go. Yeah. And, you know, I'd like to stress that we don't know anything about anybody's job or we're not hearing anything. And we're just kind of taking it one day at a time yeah. as yeah. the rest of the industry is taking it. Yeah. And our site's going to be updating on whatever changes may come. If we have mm -hmm. to switch stuff over from Fox to Disney, then right. once we hear about it, then we'll go ahead and do that. So our site's yeah. always going to be updating when it comes to that type yep. of stuff. And we'll be, we'll try to be really good too about letting um, everybody know, you know, who to pay. Like, mm -hmm. do we pay Fox still? <laughs> do we make the checks out to yeah, them? Do we make weird. it out to Disney Right. You got to tell the theater owners. Yeah. Um, they, I don't know who to pay, you know, geez. you just, is it business as usual? What's going to be the first film that makes the transition? So a lot of those questions haven't been answered yet. And we'll just let people know. We probably won't find out for a couple weeks. Yeah. So it's probably just business as normal until, you know, <laughs> they, they it's keep, not un yeah. Yeah, until, <laughs> until we hear more changes. That's for sure. Yeah. But I mean, props to Disney though. Like they have more stuff to have and whether it comes to theaters or not, like they just have more properties and they're going to keep mm -hmm. expanding themselves. So again, it's all and slowly consume everything and slowly right. consume everything, <laughs> but it, it's all a business. Like that's just a matter of how things are done, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not unheard of to have consolidation in 
the media industry. And for a time, there were o- there were only a couple studios that controlled most everything. I think yeah. we're we're gonna see the emergence of that again. Um, and what's interesting is that's kind of how the industry started. Yeah, yeah. And then like the big five or something. And that's what really started antitrust le- legislation in this country was you know some Hollywood and the media giants owning all the means of production and distribution. But Jeez. now they're kind of going back to that a little bit, that model, but with a direct-to-consumer streaming. Mm, and right, I wonder right. if that's going to be the way, like, 100 years later, they get back to the, <laughs> <Pull>. <laughs> their Pull roots. circle, history repeats itself. Yeah. Just so with a different sheen. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. This, this is definitely the era of big corporate media giants, for sure, now. Yeah, Seems like definitely. that's all we've known, but now it's, like... So it's beating you over the head. Yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah, it's hard to tell how what this is going to look like down the road. What happens from here? But right. It's but, done. It was announced like what a year ago, over a year uh-huh. ago. We've been following it for a while Oof. now. It's just one of those things like it. You know, it's a big deal, but you don't really know how to think about it or right. how to because it's, just so, it's gonna... so businessy I feel and like, like behind closed doors kind of. I feel like that's what happened on Wednesday because Wednesday was when they were like, it's completed, it's done, it's finalized, mm-hmm. but no one was really talking about it. Like, no one well, really like, how came do you out. talk about it? Yeah, no one really came out and, you know, wrote opinion articles about I'm it. I'm sure or, like, you can wrote speculate. On, so, yeah. like, what's going on with the deal currently? Like, no one, yeah. no one knows and no one knows how to no, talk I about it. I feel like it. collectively <laughs> the industry is just holding our breath until we see some action. Honestly, happen. we were too because um, what are some right like, when it happened? We were like, should we <laughs> mention something? Should we? I don't. What, what, do we do? Right. what do we do? What are we? What do we say? What do we say? What are what are some potential scenarios we could expect like in the next few years like how other than like oh man marvel gets x-men back you know none of this none of that stuff what like um well industry-wide like movie content wise what can we expect it's gonna be a really difficult um thing to guess on because we don't know how streaming is going to play a role in this and so i can't speculate what content disney's going to have because in my mind some of the the smaller stuff that fox did and greenlit may just go to streaming we may never see it in distribution and theaters so that's a good point so until we kind of know i just keep forgetting about that streaming service it's like the the second leg of this big disney master plan it's and that's going to and it's not just Disney. I just want to tell everybody, you know, Warner's is going to have yeah. a streaming. AT&T, yeah, that's right. Warner's, um, AT&T has bought Warner Brothers, uh, Time Warner, which owned <laughs> Warner Brothers. And yeah. that's going to be a huge streaming service with implications. Oh, yeah. And Warner has one of the most diverse slates out there and one of the most abundant slates. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to have a huge impact because everybody's used to Disney having less than 10 films a year. No yeah, one yeah. is used Until to- like this year. Yeah, <laughs> this year's weird because they have so many, not including Fox content, just them mm-hmm. themselves yeah. have, they stepped it up this year. But b- beyond that, I'm more concerned about what's going to happen with Warners and their slate. Like I am used to the yeah. 20 films or something. Well, yeah. If they go to 10 and Disney has less than 10 and then you've got Universal. It's like kind of less movies all around. Yeah, you are going to have mm-hmm. less movies in the, <laughs> on the theatrical side. And I, and I think, you know, wasn't a problem 20, 30 years ago when movie theaters were small. But now that we have these huge megaplexes, you're just not going to have enough movies to fill the screens. Like, yeah. it's going to have such an impact. The less product that you have to fill your theater on the theater size. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. But I hope I hope it oper- opens up opportunities for alternative content and smaller distributors. It's, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's just that those Fingers crossed. types of media are so hard to market. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing when you have Disney and Aladdin and everybody knows about it. It's going to be so much harder. Like we talked about in our earlier podcast with um, United Artists releasing yeah. Booksmart. Like, I worry that audiences are going to miss out on it theatrically just because they don't know mm-hmm. now that happens so much mm-hmm. and that's gonna be working here i always forget challenge. that you know most people aren't <laughs> reading and absorbing film industry news all day right. every day it's like <laughs> yeah of course i'm up to date on every single movie from every single studio for four, five years from now yeah. and you're not <laughs> <Right>. what <laughs> you don't know about these things i knew a lot of 
people who own theaters didn't know about the Disney Fox merger. <laughs> they, I'm like, you don't know about that's this. Scary. This is a huge thing in our industry that's going to vastly change. Yeah theatrical distribution and it's also been a thing unaware. for a year <laughs> yeah it's yeah that that's always scary too it's just the lack of knowledge mm-hmm. so that'll be we'll see that's crazy. what we're here for though hopefully <laughs> yeah. disney knows what they're doing i think well they know what they're doing it's just i think should, it should be how, okay well, how are other studios gonna handle yeah. just be careful what you wish for is what i'm saying Oh yeah, <laughs> too but, much power can be a bad thing. It, Disney not, doesn't have too much power by now. I don't know. I don't know. They don't have so much power that they couldn't grovel back to James Gunn. <laughs> you know, that's what I was going for. <laughs> oh, you know, that's, zing. That's, that's the segue I was working towards. Yeah. So yeah, on a lighter, more not as cryptic kind of hanging over our heads note, Disney has rehired James Gunn for what? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I I can't I still am baffled that they actually went back. Well, to Well, the thing yeah. the only thing that makes sense to me is because obviously after that whole controversy, James Gunn had a lot of vocal support from the get go. Yeah, like right when it the yeah. news broke, there was tons of people that immediately flocked to his side. There was that yeah. whole uh, petition that the cast of the Guardians films came up with and signed. So people, he had a strong following, and so I feel like Disney was going around and they just. They were desperately looking for anybody that wasn't James Gunn. Like, can you please, I mean, please direct this? I mean, when the directors that they ask uh, say no because that's James James Gunn's project, yeah, yeah. like that's high support for the guy. Well, yeah, I think it just spoke volumes to how he was really tarnished by what we call internet trolls out there. Yeah, but that it really was an alt right group, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, the, that's how it initially broke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really speak to the person he was. True. And I think that that came out as the, in the way he handled it afterwards, how he mm-hmm. went off social media, even mm. though he was, you could see any of his Facebook posts from yeah. the last year before this happened. And yeah. he was always very supportive, very nice, very... Oh, the, the kindest oh, person out there. Two people that were even trashing his films... Mm-hmm. To them, he would respond to them and say, like, no, this is not how it is. Like, he... Yeah. Oh, he's very cordial, very... Oh, he is so know. connected to his audience. Yeah. Way more so than I would think I could think of any director. I can't think mm-hmm. of anybody else that actually engaged via social media with their audience. That's true. He, I think he's one of the best at doing it. Mm-hmm. And to have that guy be thrown under the bus over <laughs> stuff that was so old and obviously not who he was. Like, it, mm-hmm. it was just so obvious. I'm just so glad that this Ron was righted. Well, yeah. so, it's well, the crazy part of this story is that apparently they came to terms and decided to rehire him like months ago, like a month or two ago or something. Yeah. Oh, but they really? decided to wait on the announcement of it. And I, I just find it fascinating that they were able to hide this yeah. big news for so long. It, just, it I shouldn't be surprised at this yeah. point, but it is pretty amazing that they were able to. But I'm happy that they did. It was oh, such a great surprise. Happy. Yeah, that's. I mean, I just imagine everybody because in the Marvel movies, the Guardian, the two Guardians films, and the Gar- just the characters themselves have always kind of stood out in a different way. Yeah, the they other were people a and you could, watching air. the first two films and knowing that James Gunn wrote a lot of their dialogue in Infinity War. Mm. You can tell that they more so than a lot of the other films in the MCU. These ones are like a particular guy's creation, his yeah. baby, his vision, and. You know, a lot probably the filmmakers that Disney approached recognize that, and they're like, For sure. "You can't just do that. That's mm-hmm. like that's a sacred thing." I mean, we would try and think of directors that would take over him, and even we struggled. We had some names that were like, "Yeah, yeah that could work," but at the end of the day, it's still not going to be James Gunn's yeah, vision. So I feel like Disney was just like, "Oh my god, just." Just be nice. Go back. Just we got to get him back. We don't have any other choice. But kudos to Warner's for picking him up. Yeah, like, they, they swooped right that's in actually, on him and like got him. And <laughs> that's actually the best part is that yeah. he can do both projects. Oh yeah, and yeah. He's yeah. staying on the the, yeah. the Suicide Squad. And I think this is going to be great for fandom in general. Like I think this could be right. a really good sign that like, hey, it's not having to be such a really die hard toxic competition like we can enjoy <laughs> both them. and we can not enjoy right. both for whatever reasons you may have but like the fact that a guy that's so genuine and so great like james gunn is is able to handle both of these properties yeah. like that's i think that's a really was, cool story pretty rocky itself. road for him but i think now he's looking back he's like i wouldn't change a thing 
No. I mean, <laughs> I, I get to finish my He's my baby. He's gonna get paid a lot of money to do superhero movies in his own vision yeah. for both properties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, James the guy's got it made. <laughs> what? What's so, bad about that, you know? I felt so. very bad for him a little while, a couple months ago. Now he's like on top of the world again. I would, Props I felt to Disney, bad. too, for doing that. Yeah. I didn't think they would go back on it, but they actually no, I did. I thought they were going to be too stubborn. Me yeah. too. Me too, for sure. Very I, big surprise. I, it just felt bad because I felt it was assassinating the character of a what everybody says was a good person. Now, I don't <laughs> know him personally, but when your cast comes out and other oh, directors yeah. come out, no one's like circling the waters trying to like <laughs> feed off your carcass or anything i think that those are all good signs that you probably mm-hmm. legitimately made friends in the industry you were a nice guy had a great vision employed yeah. a lot of people you just had a lot of support and even yeah. if you did have i guess not demons but if you did have some uh shady waters yeah. in your history and you were able to overcome that and people recognize that mm-hmm. like i think that's also a good thing for people to be able yeah. to do didn't, didn't we say like in a first podcast i remember saying wouldn't have been so much better for Disney and how much better they would have looked as a company if they said, Hey, by working with us, James Gunn is not the person he used to be. Yeah. We, we recognize that people yeah. can We can change, change. but that yeah. they could have even spun it like he changed because he got into our organization. We have good <laughs> values, we have good morals, and we put that on the screen and we don't yeah, there let are a million people ways they could us. have tried to go about that and they picked probably one of the, the worst, worst ones <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it took them a while to realize that they kind of screwed up i yeah. don't think it took them very long i just think they they, yeah, they had, were probably i think like, they <sighs> realized immediately that they messed up yeah everybody's like whoa what just happened mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it's good, and I think the timing is good. They needed some good news after their yeah. merger, <laughs> after the, they're going to probably be laying off a lot of people. So Yeah, one or two. But yay, we got James Gunn back, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's very that's very good news for Guardians yeah. 3, which is now coming out in 2020, I believe, so that's a ways away. Maybe. But... I don't know. I read somewhere that they were pushing back the production until like 2021. 20, they weren't even going to start production until, yeah, 2021. So then he's got to go. He's got to get through Suicide Squad now. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he's he's back on. on he's back on, but right. I, the production date is up in the air now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was originally thought, supposed to be a 2020 release, yeah. And as far as oh, I, know, I thought, I they confirmed that was 2022. Maybe I read that wrong. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, well, anyway, it's gonna be coming out right. a few years down the road, but I'm still excited. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And speaking of a twist and a turn in superhero stuff, the <laughs> long-awaited Flash movie. Um, as it never ma- had a name, did it? Yeah. Um, no. An official no, name? It no. was just that Flash movie they're making. Yeah. I mean, there was rumblings that was going to be a Flash movie based on the Flashpoint comic book series, but I think that's fallen through. I don't think right. they're going to do well, that. Well, definitely it will f- have fallen through if we go with right. so Ezra Miller. Ezra version. Miller, who plays the Flash <laughs> in Justice League, um, w- wants to write the script for the new Flash movie in an attempt, I think, to make it grittier and darker from the direction they're going to go, which, which is know, more I mean, of an Aquaman direction. Correct, DC, DC kind of tried the dark and gritty route before. It, didn't, it didn't really work out that well. well. That's the funny thing. He was the and trying to be the yeah, funniest person in Justice of League. Of all the characters... When if you're gonna go back to dark and gritty, you go back to dark and gritty with, with the, the flash. flash. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. That part doesn't quite add up. Now, the one reason why I think he would want to do that is because he's still attached to the vision that Zack Snyder probably presented him with, because he was hired Maybe. when Zack was yeah. still around. Yeah. Um, but even still, like the new direction, I feel like you should recognize that they want to go in the director's right. direction of it being more lighthearted, or the which makes sense. Direction, which is what they kind of tasked. Um, James Wan with yeah with yeah, Aquaman and, 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 and Aquaman. prove that people yeah. people show up to that and and I think what's gonna happen is he gonna present a script and then if Warner's is like no this is really is not the direction we want to go in is he just out well that's what I don't know because like the Hollywood Reporter is one who broke it I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah. and essentially Warner Bros is kind of it's like okay fine Ezra you can you can write your th- script we'll take a look yeah and he's like yeah so he got some comic book writer grant, <laughs> grant morrison, morrison. Mm-hmm. To, that's pretty to come on board with him to help him write it and apparently they maybe he's already been working on the script or something just on his own because right. they said that it could be submitted in as soon as like a few days so yeah they are gonna, they're gonna present it to, to warner bros if warner bros likes it which i don't think they will 
then they'll go with it. I'd be surprised, but maybe given the comic book writer that's attached. Maybe, but I, I have might. a feeling that it's Ezra writing it and he's just right. wants that guy to kind of proofread him maybe. Who if, knows? If they did go with Ezra's script, I think that would mean that uh, the director is John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein would step out of the project because they their usually vision write is... the, their own yeah stuff exactly as well, they're the ones that did they wrote and directed um game night last year and then they also wrote spider-man homecoming and so yeah. they know how to like step in the realm of lightheartedness i feel like uh-huh. and so if warners is attached to that then they're on board but I feel they, like it if sounds like ezra they are goes, attached to their version yeah if they did end up being attached to ezra's version which i don't think will happen then <laughs> i could see them looking for another director well, which that would be yeah, even more annoying. Reading into it, it sounds like they were all set on this thing, but you know, sometimes movies just sit in limbo for a while. Yeah. And that's what was happening. Sounds like Ezra was getting annoyed or impatient and he probably didn't like their take anyways. Mm-hmm. Saying, I'm an actor. Um <laughs> I have no way of knowing that. But <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like they were already set right. to go with the other version, but they just kind of mm-hmm. threw him a bone. So, so it may not be that big of a story, but it could end up in Ezra, maybe. I really want to see an Ezra Miller Flash movie. Like, I do, too. After Aquaman, I really wanted that. They, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Flash were my three favorite characters, obviously. I mean, I'm just leaving out Batman and Superman, but I got enough Batman and Superman. Oh, and Cyborg. I guess I'm leaving out him because <laughs> uh, I forgot about him completely. Poor guy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, the other ones guy. were really good. I've got my Wonder Woman. I've got my Aquaman. I just would feel weird having a different Flash. Like, that's the Flash that yeah. I was exposed to, and I like him well, as Flash. I just, I, yeah. Oh, you can go. I, I just wonder how much Warners cares because they've kind of quietly, unofficially abandoned that whole shared universe thing. Yeah, yeah that was my and, point. You know, Aquaman didn't really connect. I mean, I still haven't seen it, but Aquaman hasn't <gasps> didn't like necessarily go out of its way to connect to anything else or no. set up like a bigger thing. No, yeah, that's right. Not at all. Um, it was just awesome in itself. By it seems like Henry Cavill is out as Superman, and Ben Affleck is definitely Ben Affleck's out, out as Batman. So I don't right. think they're afraid to so pull the really, trigger. On yeah, Ezra they're not Miller. super attached to the faces <laughs> no to him, of the I characters, just because those were the faces that were in Justice League. Oh, yeah. No, I completely agree. I'm just saying, personally, I don't want to see another Flash. No, be, I it would like be jarring, Ezra for sure. Miller a lot. I think, Who knows? Yeah, I think with the way that DC is now handling their properties after um, Justice League, I, I would be fine with a new Flash. I do like the casting of Ezra, but I think it would be understandable to move on and find a different guy to like, do it. It's not like Warners isn't going to have a relationship with him. He is going to continue to be a main person in the Fantastic Beasts. They really like so him I there. Think, yeah. They I really think they're like trying him. to create keep a good relationship with him. Cause yeah. they, cause That's probably why they, they told to, him go ahead and write yeah. the script to humor him. At least like, give him an opportunity to present it. I don't yeah. think there's anything, anything wrong with that. Before? I don't think so. I have no idea. Maybe, well, his own. maybe he's multi-talented. Maybe and he's, we maybe he's a poet. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably a poet. Where are you going with this? Just say it. Come on. No, I'm not going to do the rhyme. I'm just saying. <sighs> I based on like that one, I th- maybe it was a Rolling Stone interview with him or something. He's a he's an interesting dude. Oh, yeah. He his, definitely is. I imagine him writing poetry in, in his little moleskin. <laughs> yeah, his commune. I don't know commune about farm I don't know about the commune one. That one's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Well, I mean, good luck, Gezra, but. Eh, it better be a really good dark costume, and gritty script. I guess. <laughs> It better be a heck of a script then, I guess, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see how that goes out. <laughs> well, some films that did get greenlit and made um, are releasing. <laughs> and are being tra- advertised. <laughs> yeah. They're releasing some trailers this week. Yeah, so. I think three pretty, I mean, I liked all of these trailers yeah. a lot. Well, so. let's start with the fun, lighthearted one of Toy Story 4. We actually got the story it's that's going to happen in but this still one. really sad. Um, so, <laughs> Woody... like it starts out where (laughs) bonnie woody's human makes a new friend his new owner yeah his new human makes a friend um forky Forky. we all saw in those like teaser things i don't belong here yeah (laughs) perpetual existential i love him i love him he doesn't know why he was created or outside of his purpose he doesn't he thinks he's a spork and not a toy (laughs) so he tries to literally abandon ship tries to kill himself it, no, he just <laughs> wants freedom. Okay, he, he jumps out a window. He doesn't want freedom. He doesn't know wind. what he would do yeah. with freedom. He, he doesn't know he what he's going to do. Period. For, he said he was looking for a bowl of chili. 
That's right. Dumb. He did say that. <laughs> He's guess. meant for bowls of chili. He's meant for bowls of chili. <laughs> He's not going to find that. So chili. Woody, recognizing that bon- this is Bonnie's new favorite toy, goes after him and then mm-hmm. goes gets on the adventure of a lifetime, and is really faced with what do you do? What your what is your life going to be like after you're human? Are, is yeah. there a life for a I toy mean, how, after he, a what, human child? Yeah. What is your purpose? Because obviously, that's one thing I didn't really think about the first time I watched the trailer, but. You know, for the first three Toy Story movies, Woody, he's Andy's favorite toy. Uh You know, there's a little bit where he thought, oh, he's being replaced with Buzz. But Woody was always his toy. But now here in Toy Story 4, yeah, Bonnie owns them all now. But he is by no means her number one toy. Right. Like he used to be with Andy. He's now kind of one of the sideline supporting toys. And Forky is that one. So it's just kind of, I don't know. I'm really interested to see where what they do with Woody when he doesn't have somebody to live for or like Toy- exclusively Toy Story 3 was definitely like the conclusion of living with Andy living um on the human side of things it's learning about growing up and leaving behind your toys I guess but just remembering like the memories that you've had with those toys but here with this one it kind of looks like it's going to be uh from the side of a toy like after your child becomes an adult and doesn't need you anymore what are you yeah, gonna it's kinda, do what do you do afterwards? how much how much so do you owe their conclusion how much yeah. do you owe to others versus how much do you owe to yourself and that's kind of where bo peep comes into the picture because she's been off living on her own for who knows how long fending for herself but yeah i was kind of life. I, I forgot about yeah. bo peep until she showed up in the trailer and i was like oh yeah yeah when i rewatched toy, <laughs> story, wasn't 3, in toy story 3 yeah when i yeah when i rewatched that and they're like we know we've lost a lot of friends along the way even Bo Peep. It's yeah. like, oh, God, that's so sad. Poor Woody. He was in love <laughs> with her. <laughs> and now she's back. She is back. The animation is so much different. It's Once I saw how Bo Peep looks now as yeah. before to <laughs> in the beginning, like there's such a big difference in terms of how the animation is used now. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that was also kind of fun to watch as well. Yeah, I don't know. I love the trailer. I loved everything about the trailer. <laughs> Did you guys? No. I mean, I... <laughs> We'll get to well. Let's let's hear about Cody's no, reasoning. No, let's you, hear no. about the love fest first, well, and then I, reality will hit. It's not reality. I <laughs> I think it was a perfect conclusion in Toy Story three. So I hope this one is also a good conclusion in it was. Toy Story four. It was, but they found a totally logical, realistic way, compelling to me, like way to keep the story going. Because I, yeah, you know, yeah. Woody Woody fulfilled his purpose with Andy, but does he have a purpose to himself? And I hope that payoff is he, he's well, nev- well, it's due. Yeah, he's it's never been able due. He's never been able to just think about what he wants or what he's supposed to do now, you know, what's yeah. next for him, mm-hmm. because he he did, he, he fulfilled his role. So that's that's why I'm excited, because the Toy Story movies have always been about Woody. Like, yeah. like Buzz is in, he's in all, of, obviously all of the side supporting characters are in them, but when you go back, Buzz is, yeah, he's, he's pretty much a supporting character the whole time. It's Woody's story. So I think this trailer makes it very much Woody's story for mm-hmm. sure. And I don't know. I'm just really excited to see where they go because just like the other three, they're obviously getting at some very, very serious and emotional things that only Toy Story can do. And I have full faith in them. I don't so like Cody, Woody. what did you think? <laughs> I, you I don't fr- like Tom I Hanks. I fr- got frustrated <laughs> that he jumped out the window and I just don't there like... Would, I don't think there'd be a story. I, I know. There's no other... Would, just, there's no way, no universe where Woody to, wouldn't do that. I know. That's frustrating. <laughs> what would Woody do? Jump out a moving me. window. Because he's, he's too pure-hearted? He's too no. pure of soul? He's dumb and annoying. Sometimes oh, you gotta be... Sometimes when you love somebody, you just, you're dumb. Maybe, but you just, he just—he wasn't thinking. loyalty and unconditional no love makes picture. people do there crazy no, things. Like, there was no like, hey, let me think about consequences. No, not at all. Just goodbye. <laughs> because how is so, it a bad thing? He's so loyal to his people. Yes, I don't know. I just find friends. that that kind of storytelling bothers me. That you mean just, when characters well, don't make perfectly logical decisions? Yeah. <laughs> that's not, not what people not do. Not even well thought out ones. People don't make logical decisions. <laughs> I just—I never connected with Toy Story. Oh, and we know. <laughs> this is just not helping. Oh. Yeah, it's all. really not helping for you. Not no. even the power of Tom Hanks can sway you, huh? No. Wow. Oh the power of the Beach Boys. It broke my heart Boys. in the trailer when you saw Bonnie realize that her toys were gone and that she was very upset. I'm like, see, see what you did, Woody? <laughs> you could have just let Sporky go. In all fairness, he didn't ask the toys to come with him. Yeah. 
It's true. They follow him because they believe in him. If one toy is missing, you can get by. Do they all follow him or? Yeah. They go after Buzz just jumps out. They pull a Toy Story 2 and try and find him again. I don't know. Actually, yeah, they did pull Toy Story 2. Well, I think the majority of people are really going to enjoy this trailer. Oh, they already do. It's for sure. People are going crazy for it. Yeah. Now that we finally have a little bit more to digest on Mm -hmm. this, we have more of a clue. I like the direction, the idea of trying to figure out what life is after being the toy. Like, I always feel like the big ideas are great Mm -hmm. in the movie. I just never really cared for the toys. I never cared for the toy part, but I love the story. (laughs) I know. And the numbers are nice, too. (laughs) Four. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. the majority of people, and not uh, besides Cody, besides are going me. to enjoy this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I don't have to like every Disney <laughs> no, Pixar movie out there, except for Twit. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you're right. It, not everyone is everyone's favorite, of course. But right. yeah. you know, there's there's a ton of people that are going to want to go back to this, no matter what I've their age s- is. I've made a sl- a long, slow, gradual journey to being excited for this movie, because you know, like most people, it's like oh. What? Good. Three can, was the perfect ending. You can take my kids to it then. Three was the perfect ending. <laughs> they don't need to do another one. And then it got scrapped and rewritten. I don't know what's happening son. with this thing. He likes popcorn, M&Ms, and water. So, just <laughs> Those are good things to have. Yeah. So you, you can do that. <laughs> but now here I am, psyched out of my mind for it. Nice. <laughs> Yay. Should we go to the next trailer then that came yeah. out? Also yeah. a movie that I'm psyched out of my mind for. <laughs> so Quentin Tarantino is back with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. His ninth film. Ninth film. And it follows, um, who does it follow? Let's see. I'll TV read the star, official synopsis. Rick Dalton, who's played by Leonardo DiCaprio and long time stuck double <laughs> Cliff. She just charged right on through. She just <laughs> totally. Eric, was what like, does Eric's Rick and Cliff here. do? <laughs> What adventure do they go on? Oh, probably a lot. Yeah. They're, just they're, trying, stop, they're just trying to stay relevant. Stop Manson from killing people. <laughs> I'm sure Manson will just he'll just like show up in a couple scenes and he'll be really kooky. Who plays Manson? Do um, we know? Some guy who's name. also playing Charles Manson in season two of Mindhunter, but I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, 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 I'll look up. I'll try and find look his name for you guys. But yeah, I think you see him for a split second at the end of this trailer. You do. Yeah, there's you a do? quick shot of him. Yeah, Charles Manson. He doesn't have I a didn't... swastika carved into his forehead. Oh, maybe yet, that's but... why I didn't recognize him. I mean, he's pretty... not my Manson. <laughs> you, not my Manson. You shouldn't. No, that's no. We don't support that. No. We don't. <laughs> We here at Off the Break Podcast do not support no. Manson. No, I love the things he did. Creepy looking. Manson I love guy. this trailer. It's been way too long since I've seen Leo's face on the screen, and hearing him and Brad Pitt fire off Quentin Tarantino dialogue just made me so happy. I am so surprised. I don't know why I'm surprised, but I'm still just kind of shocked. Like at the chemistry between Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, man, yeah. they they're charismatic on screen together, and mm-hmm. then they just play off each other, and it's. I don't know. It, those two are true, tr- like true movie stars. Oh, yeah. And having them together is explosive, I think, on screen. Yeah. I, and I, I mean, I just, the trailer doesn't really tell you much about the story still because no. we don't really know other than it's just kind of an ensemble, kind of just a, just about L.A. in 1969. It's not about the Manson murders, you know. That's no. There's no way that's going to be the focus. But you see lots of different things. You see Bruce Lee. In this, yeah. in this, in this trailer, Brad Pitt, his, his lethal, <laughs> his lethal weapons. Yeah. <laughs> I, if I hit you, I will kill you. And then I will go to jail. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just a bunch of snippets from highly entertaining looking scenes, and it doesn't tell you about the story, but it tells you about the, kind of the tone, like the mood of the movie, the tone and the characters. And, and that's all I needed. I am so in. I told you guys earlier after I watched the trailer, I was like, I like. Quentin Tarantino in really small doses. <laughs> I have a hard time getting through a whole movie of his. Just the violence and stuff maybe catches this one up with turn me. You around. But me, but I actually kind of got excited about this trailer. I was like, Yeah, it's because it's a great trailer. Because it's Brad Pitt and Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio, and I'm like, Oh, maybe Quentin got me on this one. Yeah, <laughs> and a whole bunch of other people in this movie. My God. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a terrific cast involved in this. Uh, speaking of which, Damon Harriman is Charles Manson. Okay. Okay. 
Hey, that last scene though with Leonardo DiCaprio in his life. <laughs> that was the best scene was acting Western. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that last scene, like it's supposed to be for laughs, but it really does show how good he is as well, an actor. Well, it's for laughs, but it's uh, you can tell. Yeah, in that scene, Rick Dalton genuinely believes that he's like, "Yeah, I'm doing it." His eyes <laughs> tear up a little. bit. You know, bit. his whole character, the whole point of his character is that he's like a dwindling TV star yeah. or movie star. I can't remember Western mm-hmm. TV star. Mm-hmm. Whose glory is fading? He's probably having a, his own existential crisis about that. Yeah, definitely. He's like, oh, I need my next big role. I need a big break. Yeah. As- so when he hears a little thing like that from the next generation, <laughs> oh, it just brings tears to his eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I was just happy to see for a teaser them just showing like Brad Pitt and Leo doing things. Yeah. Yeah. And it already makes me so excited. Like I don't know much about the script like i don't i know nobody didn't even anything. showcase like all of the actors that are involved in this and no. there's a lot of good ones in there too but just those two alone are plenty of good reason to go mm-hmm. and check this out i think this one i usually am put off by like how violent his other movies are i and that's always kind of hard for me to stomach i just really don't like super violent movies there's definitely a taste they have to have yeah. when it comes to tarantino and so but i think this one if it's not too incredibly violent for the murder part and stuff at the end, like if that's not too terrible, well, I think I can maybe enjoy it. I'm kind of, I really want to see it at a theater. That's where you're meant to see uh, it. Yeah. But part, the part of me is like, oh, I don't want to fast forward through the really like violent scenes. No. So I can enjoy it's the rest of it. It's all or nothing. Ugh. You, you have know. to think that maybe Brad Pitt and Leo like go after Manson and kill him or something. Yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> They'll just probably like, save Sharon Tate's in life. In the most inglorious <laughs> bastards way possible. Or... <laughs> like, I'd be down the, for that. With a bat? It, yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah, who knows what he's going to do. Yeah. Like I said, nobody knows anything about what this movie's like specifically this about. Just reminded me what a great filmmaker he is. Like, he yeah. really truly yes. is. Well, it's one of those, it's, what a great one of those writer things. Few, yeah. few directors can get this much buzz about a movie purely just on their name. Yeah. yeah. You know, nobody knows what it's about. On their name and their casting choices. Yeah, but you, oh, you have to be Quentin Tarantino to get a cast like this. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> Handpick. You know, like, I want you, you, and you. Yeah. Okay. So now pretty much what he did, like, when the initial so, Yeah, no one's going to turn him down. Out. Like, no one said no. But now everybody's just waiting, crossing their fingers. Hopefully he can finish editing it in time to premiere it at Con, at the Con Film Festival. Ooh. So. Oh, yeah. Not CinemaCon next one. week. <laughs> no. <laughs> Darn. Good try. Good try. That oh, is man. the if only con there. we care about here. The American one. The American one. <laughs> well, uh, and then okay. finally we... Have... <laughs> what? I said okay. okay. <laughs> Anyways, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood looks spectacular. And it comes out um, July, July 26th. Yeah, so I can see that having some legs and playing. Yeah, they through. had to change the release date from coinciding on like the 40th anniversary of the Tate murders. But <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot that was originally that what he wanted the release date to yeah. be. Yeah, and Sharon Tate's family were like, eh. "Please don't." He's <laughs> that, like, that "Okay, would, that would kind of stings." I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "We," do but not. he changed it. No problem. So should be tried. no harm. <laughs> It'll be good and be in theaters. Um, and our last trailer is yep. John Wick. John Three Wick. Parabellum. This trailer is Parabellum. awesome. So Eric, Parabellum. who is in John Wick? Parabellum. Um, everybody's favorite Keanu Reeves, of course. Uh, Finally showing his age, though. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Little, I mean, if you were in John Wick's position beard. at the start of this movie, I mean, John Wick doesn't get stressed because you know he's cool. But under pressure. <laughs> he's cool under. It only shows John in the Wick hair. Cool under pressure. <laughs> yeah, nothing gets to John Wick except puppies. It's not just a puppy. It's not just a puppy. John Wick 3, Peril Bill. It's not just a puppy. Synopsis. In this third installment of the adrenaline-fueled action franchise, super assassin John Wick returns with a $14 million price tag on his head and an army of bounty bounty hunting killers on his trail. After killing a member of the shadowy International Assassin's Guild, the High Table, John Wick is excommunicado, but the world's most ruthless hitmen and women await his every time. So... The bounty for this super assassin is only fourteen million. Does that seem a little low to you guys? It seems a little low because we see so anything. many movies where yeah. people are like, We gotta break in and steal the five hundred billion dollar yeah. <laughs> stack of cash. But you know one million dollars is a lot of money. Those assassins yeah, but, have to have any sort like, of cash. But everybody knows how many people he killed before. So like Yeah, but he did all four, of that 14 the way seems he was supposed to. 
I don't know anything about John Wick. I've never seen the movies, but the, but after watching that trailer, <laughs> I feel like as many people as he killed, you need to spend more than fourteen million dollars well, to guess, get. If you have more than that, I guess hard to launder the money because I can't imagine what they're doing is strictly legal. So they got to keep. You know, so they're modest I amounts. I can't imagine the assassins are doing anything strictly. Kill a legal. dude, get a couple million dollars. That it, seems reasonable. I don't think it matters when it's foreign bank accounts and wire transfers. Yeah. I'm Who sure knows? they can get. I'm sure they can get 14 million dollars <laughs> two or three times over quickly. But part of it, par- part of it probably is also a prestige thing because the assassin oh. who can kill the John Wick, the boogeyman, the he has another nickname. He's his nickname's the boogeyman. Yeah. So he killed somebody called the High Table. I can't remember if that was his name or no, that's, that's a part guild. a guild he was part of. But oh. he was a member basically of the guild. he was another member in this big collective of assassins and okay. you know people like that because he had he made a blood oath to that guy and then that guy came back to say like okay wick it's time for you to fulfill your blood oath and john was like no i can't do this anymore i need out and the guy's like you can't do that and john was like i don't care whoa he turned his back on a blood oath yes he Cody, I make those all the time and I never oath. say no to that. How, he deserves to die. <laughs> but yeah. For more than 14 mil. Yeah. Yeah, the ed- the ending of the second one is so good. Yeah. It's, it's basically awesome. all of the assassins everywhere in New York getting the alert on their phone that like the bounty is going live in like however many minutes and John Wick's just like, like 24 where do I go? I need to escape New York City. And I, I that's all I want. I don't care how much the bounty is. I yeah. don't even remember who he mm. killed. I just want to see Keanu we- Weaves Keanu Reeves, <laughs> Keanu Reeves kill people, and that's exactly oh, what we're gonna we're see getting him kill to like so the many next people. level. Oh. I mean, that's that's the that's always been It'll the be joy, so like the selling point of these movies. They have incredibly simple stories that are immediately clear. You know, the type of character he is, this yeah, what is important to him, and then they just have the most amazingly directed and choreographed action scenes it's some of the best in recent years that's for sure because who would have thought that if you just take the camera and step back and let the people do the cool stunt work (laughs) that it would look a lot cooler than you know waving the camera around five inches from their face who would have thought who would have thought that it's just funny that when the first John Wick came out, people like did not know what this was. It was like a they released like their official trail like a month before its release, yeah, and they were like, "This is gonna be bad," and there's like no marketing here. And then it blew up and became a <laughs> money maker because it was so good. And yeah. now like each movie keeps getting better and better because they get more money and they get more great talents to be a part of this project. And the action Houston? still looks amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they never lose their, you know, that that self awareness because the first movie. Like, just the idea of them killing his puppy and him just going on a murderous rampage, you know? It's a little bit kind of funny. Like, it's a little bit funny that they killed this super badass's little puppy. But the way the movie shows it to you is like, yeah, it's a little crazy that he's going this crazy, that he's reacting this way, but the puppy meant this much to him, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, and they even bring up the puppy in the trailer in the third movie. They're like, oh, this for a puppy. That is what I Jellica keep asking. Houston. I'm like, all this for a love puppy? Her. I mean, it's I not. love it, but... <laughs> the puppy represents so much. Yeah. Well, yeah. I never really wanted to see the first one or the second one. That is a shame. I just... Not, nothing about I, it appealed to me, but this trailer actually looked good. Like, there felt like there was more story there and, like, mystery, and I didn't know if he was going to get out alive. Like, I'm kind of anxious over it. Like, is he going to get out alive? I mean, if it's selling... Uh, if it's selling, like, uh, the audiences such as yourself that haven't seen this yet then it might help the franchise even more yeah. so that, that's really pretty good what, to that's hear that's what i'm thinking because you know john wick is i wouldn't say it's a a cult movie because i think i'd say it's bigger than a cult movie at this point yeah but you know the second one was bigger than the first one the first one was a sleeper hit and so now people are like on the john wick hype train yeah people are becoming more knowledgeable about yeah john wick, and they're like oh like. man we gotta see this yeah I like the addition of Halle Berry. I feel like the more female characters there were in it, it was easier for me to like kind of get excited about it yeah. too. And I haven't seen Halle Berry in a movie in a while. Not I don't a good think, one. Since so. Days of Future Past for me. Yeah, that was like the <laughs> last thing that I've seen her in that I liked her performance in. Um, yeah, so hopefully she. It looks like she's gonna do a great job in this one, oh, yeah. which I really am happy to see. I do hope that it's. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't care one way or the other because I'm sure the movie will be great. But I still want it to be folk like John Wick's like final 
thing, you know? Right. Because his whole thing is trying to find redemption, which he now doesn't believe that he will ever get or deserve because of the puppy, because that was, you know, everything to him. So I wonder, like, if he'll if he'll die at the end or if he'll finally be able to get out of this organization. But even if he does get out, what the hell is he going to do? Yeah. Where is he going to go? He doesn't have anybody. Mm-hmm. He had the puppy. But now that's gone. Yeah. He has that other dog, though. I like that dog. Yeah. I do like that dog, too. <laughs> we saw it rip out that dog? one guy's balls. Yeah, in chapter two. Ooh. Yeah. He, I think he gets at the... I think he gets it at the end. Maybe he already has it in the beginning. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, think, I haven't seen the second I think one in a while. He just shows up with another one. Is that the one that's like following him in the yeah, rain? Yeah, this thing—it's a yeah. pitbull. Mm. I was wondering where that dog came from. Yeah, it's like a step up from his little. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's a Jack has, Russell Terrier. Has like Jack or Halle Berry has like attack dogs because one went for a guy's crotch. I oh, was yeah. like, oh, that was ow. That shot was awesome. Oh, poor stunt guy too. So <laughs> many awesome shots in the, the bridge movie. scene with the ninjas. Oh, that's gonna be oh yeah killer. And so good. When they're in that place where he's like throwing knives on the guy, and the guy has like four or five <laughs> knives in his chest, and he's still throwing them. I'm like, how many knives can you fit in this guy? Oh, I just want to watch them again. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm super excited. I might actually have to watch them. My husband will be very excited. They're so great. Yeah, they're good. I mean, this. do we think that this one's going to be like even bigger in terms of box office success as compared to the second oh, one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Easy. I mean, if it's convincing... People like Cody, oh who God. haven't seen the franchise, to be yeah. at least interested in it. I have to think that... What's crazy is when I'm finding out there's enough story that I might need to actually watch the movies to know what's oh, happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like never thought that one, would be a thing. The first one's about John Wick, and it kind of just establishes his ability to just yeah. kill everything. <laughs> and then the second movie, you realize that it's this whole organization of these types of people, but that John Wick is like legendary status every Mm -hmm. assassin knows john wick they know that he's the top of the top and then he goes against everything and so now the third one will you know see if he can tear down take it all on himself and come out alive oh i love it so excited three great trailers yeah yeah they killed it this week two and a half three Mm, three three great trailers three great trailers (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what do we got? Quarters. What do we got next then? Uh, Us is our new release, yeah. which you were able to see. The oh, it's my turn. Yeah, you, you got to see the early the early show. It's the only major release this week. Mm-hmm. So give us your take. What's going to happen with Us this weekend? I think it's going to kill this weekend because mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement for um, Jordan Peele's follow up. There's going to be a Pile? big. <laughs> as, as we know him here, John, Jordan Pile. God. Um, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of um, there's gonna be a lot of excitement, but a lot of intrigue because people are excited to see uh, his follow up from Get Out. And but people there's... are probably just hungry for a good horror movie. Exactly. Yeah, but I, there's also the intrigue because no one knows if he's cemented himself yet as like being a yeah. consistent. That sophomore great slump horror... catches an awful lot of people. Exactly, but I don't think the sophomore slump happens with him. I yeah. I really do he love escaped this it. movie. He, he evaded it. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And, and, I want to preface this where people going in to see us do not expect this to be like the another get out. And if you get disappointed by that, I'm sorry, but <laughs> this is a different horror movie that he's doing. Like it's still going to make you think, but not in a political sense, but rather just in a psychological yeah. um, realization of uh, yourself as a person, as well as uh, well, people around you and just in the world in general. Yeah, He said numerous times, you know, we are our own worst enemies. It's yeah. kind of the th- theme he's exploring with this movie. yeah and and you are able to understand that theme as the movie goes on but no this i mean it's scary it's not the scariest movie i've seen but um there's still enough that will get under your skin and it will have you keep thinking as the mystery that's happening in the movie keeps going on and some of it you're going to be able to understand um as the movie uh ends you'll be able to understand like the overall mystery behind it but there's still so many extra levels and layers that Jordan Peele clearly crafted to make you have to think about these well, different sure layers. It'll work great on multiple watching viewings. Exactly. And I actually would recommend people to go see it more than once, not just because it'll be a fun time in the theater, but because yeah. there's a lot to digest and think about. That's just what makes this movie all the more special. Like I, I have to give props to Jordan Peele. Like he, he clearly is able to understand <laughs> how to make a good horror movie for a wide audience, but also, be able to take it another step further and be able to craft like deep hidden 
meanings and subject matters that are really uh, making these movies all more interesting. Do you think it's more straight up horror slasher? No. Or is it still well, psychological? Like I, it's it's half and half. It's half psychological, half slasher. Mm-hmm. And I think some people are seeing the trailer as just being a straightforward horror movie and may get turned off. Oh yeah, it looks like a home invasion movie. That's what it and looks it like. is there, and it definitely is in, are in they spurts. On vacation or are they actually in their? I think they're on vacation. Home? They're on vacation in Santa Barbara. No, Santa Santa Monica, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, they're but so, they're on they're on vacation. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean the the one final thing I want to say is that Lupia Nyong'o is terrific. Oh, like I'm this sure perf- she kills it. She does a way better job than you'll expect her to. I mean, she's very talented, but for a horror movie, you don't expect you know really great performances out of these types of movies usually. But Lupita really kills it in this movie. She is by far the one that anchors the movie, and as well as just the overall standout and she plays a dual role as well in this movie and oh, yeah. even the other side is incredible i'm really excited yeah i loved get out but i loved it so much more the second and third time i watched i it. did too so. yeah and I, I and i would suggest doing the same with us like you're gonna like it at the first viewing but if you have like more questions and you just want to go back and just confirm the things that you're thinking about or you just want to know a little bit more or just want to digest the movie a bit more i would suggest going back to theaters and trying it again nice so you're gonna see it this weekend Eric. i am i'm very excited kyle and i are gonna go to an early show of shazam yes Fan oh, yeah. event. I that, that was this weekend yeah, yeah. i'm, I'm well, really have fun to with that, that. One too. <laughs> oh i will i will you guys can watch the horror i'm gonna go watch shazam i'm hoping no I, I i think shazam looks pretty good i'm hoping the embargo lifts after i see it so that way i can write a review and uh, oh, yeah. put it up on our site but uh, we'll see i don't know when the embargo has lifted for that because that yet. comes out actually on the fifth right it yeah does. april 5th Couple i'm wondering if the reviews come out after the fandango <laughs> event that's going on mm-hmm. and that's what i'm hoping Probably. for i don't think so yeah but my full review of us is on our side silver screen insider right. as well so, so there's positive, more thoughts on neutral that. or negative what'd you give it what do you mean i'm sorry i for totally your review out. positive neutral or negative oh positive by far <laughs> i mean i know i didn't have to ask but i wanted this i like to point out that we have a system on ssi with yeah. our reviews that is positive neutral or negative yeah and the review guy has a face that smiles or is unhappy or neutral. So immediately, you know what you're about to get yeah. into. Uh, no, it's it's <laughs> way on the positive side for me. Like the one criticism I have is that I think towards the end of the movie, there's a moment where it's over-explained itself and it doesn't need to. Um, but that may just be one's opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it can be interpreted. Like some people may like that it gets a little over explained me personally i didn't need it as much because i think it adds to the mystery that's going on in um us but no by far positive like i'm gonna remember this movie for a while i can't wait till next week when we can talk about it after eric's seen it so, so we can tell you the ending yeah so you can tell me what happens <laughs> in it like i just want to ask you like do the kids survive like hmm. does no. is oh no everybody you don't think dies so? everybody dies well, he she just said Lupita is like badass in it. So yeah. you think she'd save her kids? I think she probably kills everybody and then herself. And then herself? Like, I think with the power of Shazam, she turns yeah. into one of the greatest superheroes. <laughs> okay, we'll, Monday, we'll have to wait and see. Coming Monday, I'm going to ask you Monday morning what happened. Uh, we'll tell you. I'll, I'll be more okay excited. with it. Yeah. yeah. I, usually I don't like giving away endings for you, but, but I know this one. Watch yeah, this I know one. this one Ugh. you're not going to. And it so. might like, haunt me. I really internalize that. That's why I don't like scary movies. Oh, I think I this it. one especially you'll have a hard time with too. Oof. Yeah. Okay. I, I, it, just from what I remember about the movie, you'll definitely um, well, have, have a, a rough time going with, John with it. Wick, do you think? No. If I watch the first one and the second one? No. No. Other than when they kill I don't think so. I, that doesn't actually bother me as much. Yeah, I know. I know. Because... I feel like a horrible person for saying that, but I'm like, <laughs> you heard a baby and I'll lose my mind. But like a <laughs> oh, puppy, man. I'm like... Oh, that sucks, but... The second one. The the emotional payoff in John Wick didn't work for me when it Mm -hmm. comes to them killing the puppy. Like, it didn't work for me as much as it did for many other people, and for good reason. Um, People like pets. Like, that's that's fair, but... Right. Yeah, so I understand where you're coming from. (laughs) (laughs) That was his last chance at being a normal, fixed human being. (laughs) And And when that's taken from him, there's no going back. How does his wife die? They murder her. They murder her? 
Is no, it wrong place, so. wrong time? That, or does no, she, she dies cancer? of like yeah, she does like a disease or something, oh. and she gets him the puppy as like a last a farewell gift. Mm-hmm. Oh, like so you can learn to so you can love again. Yeah. Oh, sad. Okay, I gotta watch it now. Yeah, Get ready for the third one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to you actually yeah. doing that. That'll be awesome. You got some time. Yeah, after I get through <laughs> Spider Man, uh, Homecoming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I th- um, for us anyway. Going back to that movie, uh, it, it's gonna take over Captain Marvel's spot on number one. I think. Oh, I yeah. think. Oh, I sure. think it's at a good time where now it's gonna easily get to. Especially that with nothing else spot. big launching this weekend. We'll it's have gonna... to see because next week is Dumbo. I wonder if. Us will be good for two weeks, or if Dumbo's going to take it out next week. Has have a, has a Disney live action adaptation ever not taken number one? Did Christopher Robin not? I don't think Christopher. That's not one of their remake things, though. They've only had um, uh, well, Beauty I and guess. the Beast. Then, if you go by that, was that Beauty really the, the last one? But Beauty, no, Beauty. Wait, what? Sorry, did I? What well, was there anything between Beauty on? and the Beast and that's Dumbo? a live action remake? Yeah. I don't think so. Was Beauty and the Beast last they did, year? They did Cinderella. No. They did Beauty and the Beast. Jungle Book was before Jungle Beauty Book. and the Beast. Was, oh, yeah, it yeah. was. That took number one, though. I don't know. I'm just basically I'm asking because I'm wondering how, like, wait a minute, that's can't, wait, bulletproof what's going on Disney here? is. You know, right. It seems like their new movie always takes number one. Yeah. But maybe this could break that. I don't think Christopher Robin did. No. I don't, did Mary Poppins? It, yes, it did. Mary, no, Aquaman won. Aquaman won. Yeah. Oh, one. it got to go. number yep. one. Yeah, that's right. It, that's a hard time because that's holidays. That's a tough yeah. one to gauge. But I, think I don't know. Dumb, it's just because yeah. Dumbo's an interesting one to me. I don't know how that's going to turn out. I think it depends yeah. on how audiences after this weekend are going to react to us. Because I think I could see a few people or a, a good sum of people coming out and being like, eh. It wasn't as good as Get Out, or uh, I didn't like it because it wasn't a straight horror film. I could see because expectations will do that too. Yeah. yeah, I think if I think due to expectations, I think people may have a harder time wanting to go back or convincing people to go see us, and I could see that hurting itself and not go two weeks in a row. Yeah, maybe hmm. we'll have to see. Or yeah, but I think this weekend it's safe. Out there like me that are like, no, no, thank you, no <laughs> horror. I mean, yeah, even even bring on my that Shazam. <laughs> we'll watch Just waiting else. for that. Okay, I, I will go see Five Feet Apart. <laughs> You'll be the only to. one in the theater. <laughs> yeah, like my private screening. <laughs> bring tissues. <laughs> okay. Well, that takes care of it. We're gonna have a good weekend of movies. Oh yeah, I'm so excited for that fan of it. I'm glad they do stuff like that. It makes me feel special. Like, oh, I'm getting to see Do a lot of people go to those? Oh, um, the last one I went to that was... That was How to Train Your Dragon, right? Yeah. And it was sold out, like, oh. with kids and everything, so... Must be do a good job of communicating that to the public, then. I wonder, like, I have the Fandango VIP thing. I wonder if... I, oh, I yeah, they probably got... alert you through that or something. Yeah, but I don't... I just knew about it, so I, like, <laughs> looked it up and, like, got my ticket right away. I got mine through Fandango, but as a guest... And I, I, so I don't. <laughs> not an adult. Well, I mean, as a, I mean, <laughs> through, be like, through Fandango's, I'm not a VIP of Fandango. Oh. I'm just a guest on there. Oh. So like, I, I didn't hear it through that or anything. Oh. But anyway, I got a ticket as a child. So I got to get that through. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you are well, going to the later show of it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to that one too. I'll be a couple theaters over. Yeah. I'll wave to you. Watching probably a better movie. Wow! No, really? Just kidding. <laughs> Not at all. Shazam! I mean, I'm very confident I will like us more, but I wow. think Shazam looks fun. Yeah, Shazam looks like a good time. Either way, like plenty of stuff to go see. Yeah, and then we, next week, um, we've got Dumbo. Hopefully, early show mm-hmm. to maybe talk about. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's CinemaCon, guys. I'm gonna have a bunch of stuff for you, like that. I'm gonna be feeding Kyle and Eric, so oh, yeah. we'll be able to. To get the lowdown on CinemaCon. Hopefully I get to see some great things from there. Yeah, yeah give us that initial feedback. <laughs> Maneuver your way through the awkward tension mm-hmm. of the Disney Fox people. <sighs> yeah, that's going to be awkward. <laughs> it's fine. Maybe they'll showcase um, Infinity War. Probably not. It... Endgame? Yeah. Endgame, whatever. <laughs> that movie I don't want to see. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We'll see about that. 
Well, so hey, guys, if you want to read the reviews that we have for yeah. the movies that we ha uh, have seen, or if you guys want to see the trailers that we've talked about, or just anything else about the movies coming out in general, come, come on over to silverscreeninsider.com. We have all that information there, and it keeps getting updated. Plus, our podcast is on there as well as on iTunes, so spread the word about that. Go read Kyle's review of us. Thanks, guys. Yes. <laughs>